He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 through 15. This is the Weekly Wire brought to you by Christus Rex, a member of the Stoic Christian Affiliates. Everyone, this is C.G. Billiot. Here's the Weekly Wire for the second week of January 2023. Our top headlines include, Damar Hamlin visits Bill's facility for the first time since being discharged from the hospital. This is good news. This came out yesterday. Uh, of course, many of us have been following the developing story with NFL safety, DeMar Hamlin, a uh, player for the Buffalo Bills who collapsed uh, during the middle of a game. Uh, it was goodness last week. Bill safety, DeMar Hamlin, who was discharged from Buffalo Hospital more than a week after suffering a cardiac arrest during a game on January 2nd, appears to be back with his teammates. In an Instagram story posted with Bills linebacker Matt Milano on Saturday, Hamlin can be seen smiling and greeting his teammates at the Bills facility in Orchard Park, New York. Hamlin's presence on Saturday is the latest positive development for the 24-year-old this week. On Monday, Hamlin was released from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, where he had been under the care since the events of January 2nd, and was transferred to the Buffalo General Medical Center that same day. Hamlin was then discharged from the hospital on Wednesday. Dr. William Knight, a UC health physician, told reporters on Monday that Hamlin has been able to walk and tolerate a, quote, regular diet and has been undergoing physical and occupational therapy as he continues in the process of his recovery. Doctors also said Monday that Hamlin did not suffer, quote, any cervical spine injury and that he is currently able to walk with a normal gait as a product of how he remains neurologically intact. Bills head coach Sean McDermott on Wednesday extended an invite for Hamlin to return to the Bills facility once he was ready. Hamlin, who's continuing his his rehab at home, made a request uh, for that reality just three days later. Hamlin was able to watch the Bills game last Sunday against the New England Patriots, an emotional 35-23 victory that included a 96-yard kickoff return uh, from Bills running back Naheem Hines. Now, I don't know if any of you saw that game or that play. It was absolutely ludicrous. The uh, press conference afterward with uh, quarterback Josh Allen uh, was really sensational, really uh, sent chills up your spine. He gave all glory to God uh, for that. The Bills host the Miami Dolphins on Sunday at 1 p.m. during the Super So this is uh, obviously, like I said, reported yesterday. It's from NFL.com. Uh, it was a really interesting story because, one, I mean, it grabbed the nation's attention uh, in – uh, the second that it happened, uh, and all kinds of conversations spun out of it. Of course, many of us have been wondering how such a uh, premier athlete at such a young age could have cardiac arrest. So there's been all kinds of conversation that's been hushed about, oh, geez, I wonder if it was the vaccine, uh, the COVID vaccine, or anything to that liking. But hopefully uh, more will be investigated, more will come out. I mean, goodness, his own trainer said uh, – that has nothing to do with the, the cardiac arrest had nothing to do with any kind of contact or this, that, and the other. So uh, prayers up for the Hamlin family and uh, may justice be served to a proper investigation. This next story, I, again, I only snagged these top two of the last week. Uh, one that was positive, and this one is very, very tragic. This is reported by ABC News. Quote, 12-year-old girl stabs 9-year-old brother to death. The girl allegedly woke her parents up to, to say she had stabbed her brother. 
Gracious. 12-year-old girl has been arrested after illegally stabbing her 9-year-old brother to death. The incident occurred late Friday when the Tulsa Police Riverside Division in Oklahoma received a call at approximately 11.43 p.m. regarding a reported stabbing in the 1,000 block of 64 Place South in the southern part of the city, according to a statement released by authorities. Tulsa Police Department said that once they arrived on the scene, paramedics and Tulsa firefighters were already performing CPR to the nine-year-old stabbing victim. Quote, officers learned that the children's parents were upstairs asleep when the 12-year-old daughter woke the parent up. Oh, just one parent, okay. Uh, and said that she stabbed her nine-year-old brother. Gracious. The Tulsa Police Department said uh, the nine-year-old male victim was rushed to the hospital and taken to surgery. Unfortunately, he succumbed to his injuries shortly after 2.30 a.m. Goodness, they fought for a while, didn't they? Tulsa Police Department Chief Wendell Franklin didn't mince his words when he announced the tragic killing on social media. Quote, all homicides are tragic, but the second homicide of 2023 in Tulsa shows a definitive societal problem. The question is, how does society address a child killing another child? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that one either, bub. The unmanned 12-year-old suspect was subsequently taken into custody and is currently being held at the Family Center for Juvenile Justice. Wow. Uh, the motivation for stabbing is currently unclear, but the Tulsa Police Child Crisis Unit is handling the investigation. No charges have been filed yet, but Oklahoma law says that any child under the age of 13 cannot be prosecuted as an adult for felony allegations of murder. No names of the family uh, or the individuals uh, involved were released in the story. This was a headline that I saw in passing. I uh, hadn't read the story yet, so forgive me, but gracious. Certainly keep the family in question in your prayers, as well as the Tulsa area, the investigators, medical examiner, anyone that's going to be aiding in the investigation, and certainly offer up prayers to the Lord of how is justice going to be administered um, and grace given that our entire land would be healed. So tragic blog and other platforms so if you're just hearing this podcast and have no idea about christus rex never seen any of our content you can check us out on instagram at rex.christus underscore and get to our blog that way when you get there you're going to see this supper to slumber this was the page's first post written by yours truly at the end of last year i am currently working towards obtaining a certificate from the theopolis institute for biblical cultural, and liturgical studies. Uh, they're a fantastic ministry. If you've never heard of them, please go check them out. My final assignment for the course I took last fall was to imagine a dialogue between my spouse and I in which I'm either trying to persuade her for or against pedo communion, which is child communion. Those of you who've been following the page for a while now know where I fall on the issue. But if you don't, go ahead and give it a read or listen. If you never considered arguments on the issue, please be our guest. Next thing, hashtag abandon Dispy. The Christus Rex Instagram page, rex.christus underscore, launched a month-long campaign with a number of constituents with the mission of taking down dispensationalism, a doctrine of defeat which has plagued the church for far too long. Now, if you're like me and you grew up in the South, the Southern Baptist Convention or non-denominational spheres, probably quaking in your boots right now but don't worry we have grace and we can explain at any rate go check out these posts and those tagged their content far exceeds ours uh giving a special shout out to at peter trumbo at puritan underscore memes underscore at stoic christian and at post militant aka the post male posse 
like I said, go check out these brothers, give them some support, uh, and be sure to encourage your favorite post-mail preachers to participate while the campaign lasts. Uh, that is till the end of the month. Two, two more Saturdays. Pastor Dale Partridge, Joel Webin, uh, and maybe even Grandpappy, Pastor Doug Wilson. Go give a shout out to these guys. Tag them. Encourage them to join. Help get them to help out us lowly and scrim folk that are just trying to make a difference in the church. Lastly, the weekly word. You've heard it said, new year, new me. And of course, we all roll our eyes to that one more times than not. But how about we change it up a little this year? New year. Same king. Over here at Christus Rex, we want to do all kinds of new things this year. Blogging, posting, mobilizing, fundraising, educating, discussing, etc. Whatever it is we find ourselves immersed in with the ministry this year, we want the message to be as clear as day. Christ is king right now. And that means something. So whatever it is you find yourself listening to or reading from us in the coming months, and Lord willing, the next couple of years, know that it wholeheartedly stands upon the foundation set by today's reading. Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 through 15, that last phrase being, His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. It's time to get practical and tactical about these truths. Wherever you find yourself and whatever you find yourself doing, remember nothing is wasted in faith. Faith in Jesus Christ. Sin is dead, death is next, and Ave Christus Rex. Oh, no.